Welcome to this episode of the UK Sports Chat podcast. I'm Joe Williams and today's guest is Dr. Juliet McGrattan. Juliet is uh, an author, author of Sorted, the Active Women's Guide to Health. She is also a director at 261 Fearless Club, which is a global women's running community. Juliet is also a health expert and writer for both Women's Running UK and UK Run Chat and is also the medical editor at Net Doctor. Uh, enjoy this episode and get into know Dr. Juliet. Hello, Juliet. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Joe. Thank you very much for asking me to come and speak to you. Yeah, that's really good of you. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. Just... Uh, adjusting to this new world we find ourselves in but all good yeah this this new routine um i've, I've had to push myself to not sit in my uh, comfies all day and actually have a wash and, and and get into some kind of a routine it's very easy not to isn't it yeah yeah it is it is uh, i guess i've got three kids at home and they have got sort of timetabled lessons so it has encouraged us to get up and have breakfast and uh, at least start the day before before nine o'clock which is good <laughs> yeah yeah definitely my, my two eldest have been doing the same they've, they've been very good actually i've been quite pleasantly surprised with them yeah me too me too i'm, I'm, I'm amazed I, my eldest has had his gcse's cancelled so it's a little bit harder for him to keep motivated but they're all doing they're all doing really well oh so is he year 11 yes he, he is he's, yeah yeah so my so my eldest is year 10 and he's you know so he, he's not in that same position but he was commenting on friends who are leaving and they're not sure how it's going to impact them it's yeah, I've got a son in year ten as well, and I think actually that's that's a really hard year because um, they're still trying to prepare for exams next year, and you know there's a lot of the syllabus they will be covering at school. So he's actually got probably out of all of them the most the most intense work online at the yeah. moment. But we're just muddle three. Yes, same yes, for everybody, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and it keeps them off the Xbox a bit, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I've borrowed their their headset to speak to you. <laughs> to come on here, yeah, they're useful. <laughs> so how how are you and the family using your exercise time that we have then? Well, you don't want to be a child of mine really, do you? You know, stuck, <laughs> stuck in the house with a mum who really likes fitness. Um, well, we're trying to go out every day. Obviously, I think it's really important to get out and get some fresh air while, while we can. Um, so as a family, we're walking the dog. We're very lucky. We live very rurally, so we can literally two minutes from the house and we're by a beautiful river um, with nobody else around so I'm very very grateful for that so we're, we're doing that as a, as a kind of a family and then I'm really trying to make the most of the fact that I can still run um, and I, I don't want to go too far too fast whatever I don't want to get injured or make myself unwell so I'm just doing little 5k's and the odd 10k um, on the roads around here and I've also doing an awful lot of online classes. Um, I'm hoping to come out the other side of this with a really strong core and really strong glutes that actually fire up when I run. <laughs> yeah. yeah, brilliant. But we've we've started the online classes. There is lots of them, and there's some really good stuff on, isn't there? There is. I lead I lead one for um, our running club, um, and then I join in um, a couple of others, including 
a ladies ballet which I used to go to years ago and with kids and life and clashing with other activities I've not been for years but this week I started back at ladies ballet which caused a lot of entertainment in the family <laughs> my son said oh I'm bringing popcorn <laughs> I could sit <laughs> and my daughter finds it hilarious because she's such a, an amazing ballet dancer but it was great it's a good chance to do something do something different try a bit of yoga oh, or yeah yeah that's nice are you dancing around the house with your daughter doing the ballet then uh, well, she's just laughing at me while I try, I try i try to do it yeah i can't pretend to, to be very good but it's very nice and it makes you takes me back to my seven-year-old self smiling away and um makes you feel happy so it's great yeah we're, we're, we're quite similar i've we use our family time the same so we'll take the dog out for an hour and all and all walk just just mm. close to home we're quite near we're quite near a river funnily enough as well literally i can see it looking out the window yeah, very um, yeah. and then i've been doing some garden strength work i can i have milk cartons full of sand because i don't have weights and i've got a bit creative but you know, I'm, i must admit i'm in I'm enjoying that as well um, and keeping a routine, which is good. We, we did buy, um, well, my son got a set of weights for Christmas um, and it turned out to be a really good purchase because it, it you know, it does, it does help and it does make a, it does make a difference. I guess we, we're pretty set up like that because we don't live anywhere near any gyms or anything like that. So we've always had, we've got a spin bike and say we've got some weights and there's all sorts of things. We've got um, Swiss balls and mats and, and we haven't got a home gym it's all just crammed in the corner of the living room but um, it is it's is turning out to be pretty helpful yeah yeah definitely and and like well, I've, I've seen um, people getting really creative online as well there's bottles of water and mm. picking up anything that's um, heavy or a bit of weight that they can throw yeah I saw um, and... it was I think it was Nell McAndrew and she had a um, a rucksack that was heavy and she was using it like a kettlebell and I thought that was that was pretty cool yeah, yeah, very good. So we, so we've um, known each other some years now. You've you've written for UK Run Chat as our resident GP um, in our health section on our website. I've I, I don't think I've ever told you this, but you we have two blogs which every single month are our highest hits, that, and they're both two that you wrote. Can, oh, can there you go. Guess which, <laughs> That's good. Can you guess which two they are? <laughs> you remember oh gosh um yeah oh, i can remember the ones i've done let me think um i get a lot of people asking about the giving blood one is it that one yeah yeah so that's one of them is yeah, it every, oh, every okay month. Good, cool. yeah. and um it's the, the one for the gentleman the oh runners with balls i remember runners that one with balls. Yeah. that's the yeah. one <laughs> that's, those two that's great. And, and and they're literally like hundreds and hundreds of hits uh, above everything every single month so there you go yeah. oh well i'm glad they were useful <laughs> yeah very very good um so i and I, I know that you've um you you've transitioned haven't you from being a gp into a into a new career yes it was several one? yeah several years ago now i was mm-hmm. um doing sort of part-time gp work and became i guess it really started when i discovered how amazing running was for health and wanted to share it as widely as possible and uh, gradually my interest in that kind of took over and I could see that's really where what I wanted to do and my my medium for getting that message out there certainly initially was through writing so I began writing 
uh, Women's Running Magazine was the first the first one, and I still contribute to that. And this was, I think, oh gosh, I don't know how many years ago now, twenty maybe six years ago, six seven years ago. Um, and yes, just slowly slowly developed that. Started doing blogging, started writing stuff for you guys, um, and gradually over time it grew. And then I wrote a book, and 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 it suddenly it became clear to me that that was that was what I wanted to do and and I felt in a way that I was making more of an impact like you say you write one feature and then it gets viewed by hundreds of people and that health message is is very widely spread compared to maybe speaking to somebody in a surgery once you know for 10 minutes and uh, there was lots of reasons long and complicated reasons why 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 I left but but a lot of it was really just feeling frustrated and wanting to do more and it's been it's been amazing it's not i mean financially stupid thing to do um <laughs> but you know uh that that's you know there's more to life isn't there so yeah definitely there it's is been an advent- it's been an adventure uh, and a journey yeah. and i've learned a lot and uh i'm still learning a lot but it's yeah i don't i don't regret it for a second no it's brilliant and like like you say there is there is much more to life than money and you you, you certainly are reaching far far more people um mm. just those blogs as as one example um, so, so when did your interest in running start? Have you, have you always have you always been sporty? You mentioned ballet when you were younger. Did, have you always ran? Or no, I was, I was a huge dancer. Oh, okay. No, I was, well, I was a huge dancer, like all through my childhood, uh, up to kind of eighteen. I was really, I was really serious. My daughter laughs. I went to what is now on CBBC as School for Stars, and it's a it, it's a dance school and, and drama school in, in London, um, and that was that was wow. my passion. Um, and I was never really sporty. I always enjoyed being outside, but I, through university, yeah, I, I went to the odd pop mobility class and I joined the orienteering club just because they went to great places around Scotland and I got to go and I just walked all the courses and just enjoyed the countryside. Um, I enjoyed a bit of outdoor skiing and snowboarding and stuff like that, but not nothing, you know, I, I wouldn't have said at all that I was sporty. And I still don't consider myself sporty, but I discovered running. Well, I tried it a few times, and, and the most important one I think was in the year two thousand when I decided I was going to do half marathon. Um, okay. I was a junior doctor at the time, and I just thought, right, I need to get out and do do something healthy um, because I was working so many hours, uh, and I thought it was awful. I, I, my husband, um, at the time he, he did, he did the same thing and he went on, did the half marathon. I only ever got to about five miles. My knees hurt. Um, and I just abandoned it. I thought this is awful. And I never even went and tried the half marathon. Yeah. Um, it's really common, you know, that is that people, <laughs> when people start that the, they dislike it. Oh, I was so out of breath. I've just made all the classic beginner mistakes, you know, too far, too, too soon, too fast, too soon, wrong shoes, uh, no kind of build up. It was just, yeah, classic textbook mistakes. Um, but then I, I, I started again just after my daughter was born. So she is now 12. So it'd be 12 years ago. And it was a local village race that's on every year. It's a 10K. And I just stood there and watched it and thought, I'm going to do that next year. And with my friend Nikki at the time, I think you've met Nikki actually. Yeah. We um, yeah. we started off walking, running a little bit, walking, running a bit. And the following year we did the 10K and that was the, the, the start of it really because it is a really tricky one. And I just thought, wow, I never thought I could do that. If I can do that, I'm sure I can I can do more. And it, and it went from there and I've, I've, never, I've never looked back. I don't know how I ever managed without it now. 
Yeah, it's, uh, we had Catherine on a community member last week, and she said the same. Like she mm. it, really, really similar. It's like an emotional journey, isn't it, when you start off? Because it's. <laughs> It is. I, I think. Did I? Did I not need it? Did I? Did I is it that the coping skills that it gives me now? I need them more, or did I? I don't know. It's interesting. I was, uh, I was sort of pondering it the other day. What? What is it? Was it just that I needed it at that time? I had three kids, pre, three preschoolers there, and I needed space. I needed um, yeah. time to think and be on my own. And maybe it was just that perfect recipe at that time. I think everybody has their own sort of story, don't they? As to why they started and what running's brought them. Yes. Did, did, does your husband still run? Yes, he does. He, he did. He stopped. Uh, he didn't do much after that half marathon. Um, and then he fell in love with his bike and um, he was cycling a lot for many years. And then he kind of, I think it was a 24 hour bike thing when you cycle around around a racetrack like all night which actually just completely put him off uh, and after that he said you know what I think I'm gonna stop cycling and and he began running and he's he's great I, I used to be able to beat him I can't get anywhere near him now um but uh, he does a bit of he does a bit of both now but it's been really amazing to watch him fall in love yeah. with running as well so good good and just just a point back on you on your dancing do you is dancing a sport I, I I I consider it a sport. Is it not a sport for an ex dancer? It's interesting, isn't it? Because I I um I know there's a a clinic that helps people who have trouble with um you might have heard it as relative energy deficiency in sport and and they they have a they have a, a clinic and I, I'm sure the clinic is something to do with sport and dance like they put it separately um so I I. It's not in the Olympics, is it? It's I mean, not all sports are in the Olympics, obviously. It's movement, it's physical activity. Yeah. You, you can enter competitions, so it should it should be, isn't it? But I've got a feeling it, it's classified as, as something slightly different, but yeah. I might but well be mean, wrong. They're so fit, though. You look at, you oh, know, gosh. at, the, at the height, you know, dancers. Insanely oh, fit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like gymnasts. They're just they're strong. They're fit. They can run. They can they they, they can do everything. Um, mm. It was just interesting to hear you speaking about it. Yes, I sort of class myself as a dancer, but not sporting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So you 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 mentioned um, a book. You've had a book. I have. Hey. I've had a book, and yesterday <laughs> I'm celebrating. <laughs> yesterday I submitted my second book to uh, to Bloomsbury, which is going to come out this time next year, and you guys are going to love it. <laughs> Brilliant. So um, tell us about your first one, and then yeah. just quickly, and then and then what's what to expect in the second. So the first one came out in 2017, and it was called Sorted: The Active Woman's Guide to Health, and it was really kind of an accumulation of my knowledge on women's health and not uh, not running, but all sports and the barriers that women face when they try to keep active or get active. So things that can just be very small niggles, but things that can completely stop them doing it. And, and it was a very GP hat on uh, discussing these, some very quite taboo topics to help women feel able to either solve the problems themselves or to know when to reach out and get some help from a, a health professional. So um, I was really pleased it, it, yes. it, um, it did really well. And um, I've had so much amazing feedback from it. So that was, that was wonderful. That was, yeah, that was 2017. Great. Um, but like, and, and the new one? Like, like childbirth. 
yeah, I would say like childbirth, it took about (laughs) three years for me to get over it enough and the memory of the trauma of writing it. I mean, I did, I I loved writing. I enjoyed it, but it was an awful lot of work and I'd never written a book before. And I, I learned a lot of lessons. I made a lot of mistakes. So I was very determined that if I was ever to do it again, that I would do it differently. And I plucked up the courage last year to send in another proposal to Bloomsbury to say, what about this idea? Um, My family, I didn't actually tell them at the time, but I told them afterwards and they were like, hmm, we're not sure we really want you to do that. (laughs) But uh, I said, no, I promise it'll be different this time. I'll be much stricter and turn it off in the evenings and I won't work at weekends and blah, blah, blah. Um, And I'm very pleased actually that I did stick to that. Um, And this this next book is for purely for runners, so men and women. Um, I'm, the title isn't a hundred percent confirmed yet with the publisher. So I, I, I won't actually say the title. I'll let you know as soon as, as soon as I can share that. Um, but yes, so it's going to be a, um, a question and answer format health guide for runners covering all the kind of questions. Some of the things in, like you say, in the, in the blogs that, that I've written about giving blood and iron and testicles and all the rest of it. So yeah. Um, I'm really excited to share it with you. And it should be out this time next year, uh, May, April next Brilliant. year. March, April. Brilliant. Right? Yeah. Mm. Sounds great. Yes, I hope so. I'm celebrating because I finally got it in yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that, that's brilliant news. Really good news. <laughs> um, so, so tell us, so y- your first book was The Active Women's Guide and y- y- you talk about breaking barriers. So, so tell us about, y- you work with, um, you work with 261 and, um, because that's very much aligned with that, isn't it? Yes. It's a, so 261 Fearless is a global women's running network. So it's all about bringing women together, uniting them, empowering them, really, because we all know that once you become a runner, you, you discover what you can do in life as well as what you can do in running. So it's all about helping women to become active um, through running but also bringing them together in communities where they can support and encourage and help each other. Because very often the intention's good, but it's hard to stay motivated or you have a lot of fears and you just need someone to literally take you by the hand and go, come on, we'll do it together. So it's all about enabling women around the world to to help each other to become and, and stay active and share this it's kind of yeah, it's a community on a local level, but also on a national and then on a global level as well. It's it's an incredible thing to be part of at the moment with a, a global pandemic as well. Yes, and and this and two six one is the the backstory to that is. Um, oh, do you do you want to tell that one for those who don't, who don't I can. know? It's very hard to tell it. It's very hard to tell it quickly, <laughs> but I'll try. Um, so no, it's, it was founded by Catherine Switzer, who's a, the, the iconic marathon runner in the 1967 marathon in Boston, when she her bib number was 261, and the official tried to throw her out of the race, and she carried on, and um, she she realised she had to she had to finish to show that women could run because in those days it was just felt that women weren't actually physically capable of of running a marathon, and she's gone on to use that moment for good to show actually you know we are we are all capable of of being fearless in the face of adversity or challenges and the the most recent thing from it is that she's she's turned that number into this global network um because women were writing to her and telling her they tattooed 261 on their arm and it made her think wow i need to do That's something amazing. and it's very powerful yeah yeah there's that very iconic picture of her isn't there being mm. being pushed around and um during the race which is 
And that was in the days before social media. You can only imagine how quickly that photograph would spread now if if uh, if they'd had social media. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, have, have you got any personal running goals this year? And, and have they changed with everything that's going on? Did you have any events lined up? Or? Um, I was very fortunate actually because the event that I the the event that I had planned uh, happened just before Corona really hit. So I did the um, Vitality Great Half in London. I I decided because of the book target in the spring, I decided not to do a spring marathon this year. The first time for many years that I haven't done that. I thought adding that to the book pressure might just be one thing too many. So I decided that I was going to drop down and and do a half. Uh, which I did, which I really, really enjoyed. I've only ever done, believe it or not, about three half marathons. Um, yeah, so it was. I just, it was such a great distance. At the last couple of marathons I've done, I've got halfway and thought, this, I should stop now. This would be a really good place to stop. Um, and uh, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I can't wait. I can't wait to do to do another one. It felt, yeah, long enough to really be challenging, but not so long as to completely destroy me for sometime yes. afterwards yeah. <laughs> and not so I long think. that the training was was too time consuming either so yeah I'm, I'm all for the half now brilliant yeah couldn't couldn't agree more they 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 are the the biggest reasons for me as well mm. definitely but mm-hmm. it's in around the family and it and it doesn't destroy you but it is really really hard still yeah big fan of the half um have, have you got a favorite event that you've run Oh gosh! Um, well, there's nothing like your first marathon, is there? You never forget your first time. Uh, that was London with my friend Nikki. Um, I guess probably the, the the thing which is going to last in my mind, and it, and it tags on to the two six one story, is that in um, twenty seventeen, so two years, fifty years after Catherine had first run that Boston marathon, she went back and ran Boston again. She was 70 um, and I ran it with her, um, which was, well, I started with her um, because we all, we had a group from 261 going together um, and then I trained pretty hard for it and I thought, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to crank up the speed here a little bit. So I, I headed off uh, and it was very hot, much hotter than I'd bargained for and the wheels completely fell off and I ended up really, really slowing down. But actually it turned out to be an amazing thing because I got to about mile 25 and I heard this voice behind me going, Juliet. And it was, it was Catherine Switzer. Um, so I ran the last mile and wow. a half with her. And I tell you what, turning down onto Boylston street, you come to this corner and you turn into Boylston street, which is the kind of finishing straight, uh, with, with the queen of the Boston marathon with yes. all the TV cameras, with the, the, an, an insane amount of noise um, but you know she's an she she's an elite marathon runner, and there's something in it, I think must be something in you that never leaves you. My goodness, it nearly killed me trying to keep up with her in that. I was on my knees anyway, but I thought there is no way I'm not going to cross this finishing line with you. With I had to dig really deep. But that that um, that was an incredible experience, and I think that yeah. probably is going to have to go down as one of my all time all all best all lifetime all best lifetime experiences definitely. yeah what a fantastic yeah. story that is really yeah. really fantastic yeah it was amazing you, you, you that's the humbling thing about marathons and half marathons um you know you i think people unless they've been really good in their teens and 20s like you know very very high level you you can start and you can always improve 
you you can be you know a, a, a young lad or a young, young lady and you're and you're racing against people who are far older than you and they're and you know and, and they're beating you easily or it, it's it's just it's it sucks a, it's such a mix it's such a humbling um pastime um I remember getting over and taken by SpongeBob when I was running the London Marathon, and I and, I, and uh, my inexperienced running head was like, "I can't be overtaken by SpongeBob," and I and I go running after it, but you've no idea who's inside that costume. <laughs> no, I've been overtaken by numerous rhinos and all sorts of all sorts of things. How yeah. they do that over those distances in a costume, I, I really take my hat off to them. <laughs> no, I, th- I think you're right. It is it is it is very humbling. Um, and I think one of the good things as well is that when you start late, because I mean, I started late, um, I'm still getting better um, at a time when lots of people find they're getting slower. I I dread the day when I start getting slower, but I guess maybe then I'll I'll have a different attitude to it. But it's really amazing how much capacity you've got to keep improving even as you get older, um, which is really encouraging. Yeah, it is, definitely. Okay, we've got some, a few of our quick-fire questions that we're asking each of our guests now. Are you ready? Oh, I'm rubbish at these, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> road or trail running? Um, road. Road. Like morning or a, evening? So, oh, sorry, just simple answers. Okay, uh, uh, morning. No, no, go on, go back, tell me. No, no, I was just going to say, I, like, I, I love running off-road, but I, I just like to know when I put my foot down that it's going to stay where I put it. Um, so I do most of my running on the road, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> morning or evening running? Definitely morning. Morning running. Um, music, yes or no? Never. 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 Ever. I have never ever run with music ever. Um, no, and and I don't. I think it comes from when I first started that I, I one of the reasons I wanted to run was because I wanted peace with three preschoolers. You know, I just wanted nothing. I just and it's it's my time for. For thinking and I'm I can't work with music on I I mean I love music don't get me wrong but I, it's not it's not for me no fair enough it's it's, it's unusual now isn't it because you know so many yeah, I understand do. how music can be motivating and, and I'm sure there are times when it would have helped me you know maybe in a, later on in a race when you need something to keep you going but I've never I've never I've never tried it it, it can be, whenever we, we get asked a lot about people who've lost their mojo and it's usually one of the first things along with finding a favorite route but it's one of the first things that people recommend to stop doing so don't listen to music find your favorite route. So it, it's interesting that so many people use it and i guess because right. i run a lot on the roads as well i just i know you can have the ones that bone conducting that you can still hear but i just feel too vulnerable i'm a bit of a scaredy cat i like to know whether any, I can anybody's rummaging around in the bushes or <laughs> I'm just... yes <laughs> cool okay do, do you use an app or a watch um I have a Garmin, uh, Garmin. Quite, a, quite a basic level Garmin and I yeah you upload that onto my Garmin connect uh peanut butter smooth or crunchy 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 every time I me. dogs or cats dogs Teas or coffee? Tea. Decaf now, though. I've given, up, I've given up caffeine. You've given up? How are you feeling after doing caffeine. that? Did yeah. you get the headache? Yeah. I feel, 
No, I was I was surprised actually. I wasn't a huge, I wasn't a big heavy coffee drinker, but I drink a lot of tea because I work from home and it's kind of a little break, get up, move around. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's been it's been great. I don't miss it at all, and I don't have that afternoon dip, which is fab. Yeah, sorry, I'm not a very yeah, quick really fire. Good. I told you I was rubbish. These. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Netflix or Amazon Prime? Uh, Netflix. Have you have you discovered anything good that you you didn't you didn't know was there during the oh, right. <laughs> Tra- trashy stuff to keep me uh, to keep my mind off things. <laughs> Working mums, fabulous, absolutely fabulous. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll pass that one on to Lucy. I yeah, she's yeah. she, she looking for more at the moment. Uh, beer or wine? Wine. Wine. Red or white? It depends on the time of year, but this time of year, white. Brilliant job. Pineapple on your pizza, yes or no? Uh, As a child, yes. Now, no way. No way. And finally, what's your favourite non-running hobby? Um... Well, I, I might stay ballet now. No, uh, baking, baking probably, cooking, cooking, baking. Um, I like doing it with my kids. My daughter is a mean baker. Um, and that's probably crank up the music uh, in the kitchen, get the cookery book out and just and lose myself for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. I've I've actually, it's the first time ever I've watched the Great British Bake Off this year. Have you? And they've, they've got the uh, the celebrity one on at the moment. I've watched an episode, uh, a ser- one of the series quite near the beginning, I think, um, and my daughter was a big fan of Junior Bake Off. Uh, so that was always that was always on. But they do, yeah, they're great fun, aren't they? Keep you, yeah, keep you inspired. <laughs> that's it. Cool. Well, uh, just tell us where, before we wrap up, where um, everyone can follow you and ask you um, on your social media channels and your website and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, oh, thank you. So um, Facebook. Twitter mostly, uh, Instagram, that's just my name, Juliet McGratton. Um, and then I've got a blog, julietmcgratton.com, which has been very quiet because of the book, but uh, in the next month or so, it's going to be fired up again and raring to go. Um, and then please come and find out about 261 Fearless. There's 261 Fearless and there's 261 Fearless UK, which is what I run as a community interest company in the UK. So on all the on all the, the usual channels, come and come and say hello. We'd love to talk to you. Wonderful. Brilliant. Thank you very much for joining us, Julia. It's been lovely talking to you. You too, Jay. Thank you very much for having me on.